Welcome to The Living Room, a cozy place of candid conversation. We're a group of women in various ages and stages of life. Join us for thoughtful discussion with a side of humor. We chat about everything from parenting issues to life balance, what matters most, and how to make it happen in everyday life. Settle in just to listen or feel free to add your comments online at www.fromthelivingroom.com. And now, your hosts for today's show. Hello, hello, and welcome to The Living Room. We are excited about today's show because we have been talking for the last couple of weeks from the Embrace Your Anne show and Prioritizing with Purpose, where we talked about time management. And so here we have promised you that we're going to share some tips, ideas, and tools for you to talk about different ways that we manage our time. I don't think that there's one good way to manage time. Am I right, ladies? You're right, for sure. So we're going to talk about there's this. There's lots of bad ways. There's There really there's, are some there, bad ways. There are some mm-hmm. tried and true negatives. Yeah, don't do this. Yeah. We're going to share with you the don'ts, and we'll share with you some do's. But I am your host for today, Michelle, and we are joined today by Jody and Heather. And we are excited to share with you some of the very big blunders that we have made in our lives, <laughs> but then also some of our successes. So... Um, whether you are a working woman, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, or whether you juggle both with your own kind of hot mess, um, we acknowledge you and honor whatever that is. And the truth is, is that the great equalizer for all of us is that we are all on the same time. We all have the same amount of time in a day. It's not a resource you can buy or make more of. You can't ask the genie for extra days. We have the same clock that starts and ends at the same time and starts over whether we like it or not. But I have since found that if I can make peace with the clock instead of treat it like my enemy, that that is one of the greatest first steps. But I'm going to toss it out to you ladies with one of our first questions. So as you think about some of the things that you've done in the past, what are some things that haven't worked as you have juggled your different roles in the ways that you've handled time management? Well, I'll let Jody go ahead, but this is a side note, total side note, but just this week we changed our clocks, right? Has it been a week yet? And our eight-year-old came in and we was the same thing. We were rushing to get to something. And she's like, I don't get it. If we can just like change the clock one night, why can't we just change it today so we have more time to get where we have to go? Brilliant. And I was like, and you're a genius. Yes. Yeah. Why yes. can't we? If you can create a time oh, turner like Hermione in Harry Potter. Then... And I said to her, I'm like, we can't do that. And she goes, we just did it yesterday. That's why everyone's tired and the baby got up early. And I'm like, you're exactly, I have no explanation for you except that we can't do that on a regular basis. Unless Congress. Unless Congress says so. on certain days. And, and why it, do they get to say right. that's a whole other And then she goes, oh. and why can we only do it for an hour? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't love know. six. I get <laughs> it. I totally get it. I get it. I'd like six on the right. It was, do I want it in spring or fall? Whenever. But yes. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But it was pretty funny. That is yeah. funny. It's kind of a little crazy that we do that and we just mess with time and. And we mess with it again. Yeah. Okay, hey, Jody. Jody, what's your thought? Uh, you know, what doesn't work? I don't know if this is what you're looking for, but I have changed my calendaring system so many times through the years. Because one, something is cute. Okay, I, when I was in corporate America, I had the Franklin Planner because that fit my needs. Um, when I started working from home two days a week and one in the office, I had a whole other life and Franklin did not work for me at, in my home life because my job was changing as I was at home. So I would say from even the time that I was starting my first job out of college, you know, going on a few years, then having kids, changing the shape of my job, 
and then evolving. I, I have gone to buy calendars and time management systems because the color was pretty. That was my last purchase. <laughs> you know, it was like, it's coral and it has polka dots and it's adorable. I've gone to practical. <laughs> Never mind I'm that like, there's no dates on it and no space oh, to write and that, anything. And you but know the what, colors that drove me nuts. <laughs> yes. And that now that's on the shelf and Zoe uses it as a, as a play thing when she plays school. So I would say the biggest blender is just not choosing something, sticking with it and making it work. So you bring up something that I tell to all of my clients. Do you want to know the best time management system ever? Ever. Yes. I do. The one that works for you. Exactly. The oh. one that you'll use. The best so time management system about me? is the one that you use. <laughs> but here's the thing. Our needs, you totally hit on the point of our needs change over time. Mm -hmm. oh. So Michelle McCullough, when she was 12 years old, begged her mother for a Franklin day planner. Oh, you cute thing. If I talk about myself in third person, it sounds less, it's okay. Less damaging. She <laughs> still knows you. Right. So I begged her for that. My friends were asking for Sony Walkmans, the cassette kind and Gerbo jeans. And I was begging my mother for a Franklin day planner. I still asked, have my Gerbo jeans. Oh, in my closet. I'm glad that you can fit in yours. So that would, be I don't know, know what they, they, fit, they are, but I know they're there. <laughs> I missed out because they were so cool. They had a little tab in the front. Oh, I digress God. really quickly, but she asked me if I, I could help. have a day runner and I said, no, it no, has to oh, be I a Franklin oh, day runner. Yes. That yeah. was okay. kind of not this, as chic as, as yes. the Franklin planner. Yeah. But to your point, a Franklin day planner doesn't work for me today. Right. Even though I used a Franklin day planner to get me all the way through college, mm -hmm. I could not use it now. And I've tried, I've, I've had years where I'm like, I'm just going to go back to the classic of what worked. And so it, we have to note that sometimes things will change. I used a Palm Pilot. Do you remember those? Oh, I, had a I Palm do. Pilot. Okay. I loved my Palm I Pilot. I did too. Loved, loved it. it. Loved so it. So much. Loved it. Okay. Case and all. I love that But thing. now I couldn't dream of carrying around a Palm Pilot and a phone. And now I sometimes use my phone, but Honestly, it does not matter what you use as long as it works for you. And honestly, if, you're the, if your biggest goal is to go to the store and say, this one is pretty and it will make me want to use it, then you use can it. choose off of prettiness. And if it's, but if you choose it off of prettiness and then you don't use it, well, then that's not going to work. Right. Okay. Heather, what kind of thoughts do you have about this conversation? Thoughts? So I'm trying to think like blunder, like you asked yeah. blunder, but I guess it's kind of like Jody's it's I've learned from it. So my blunder, I turned it the other way, but I think the, one of the biggest mistakes we make and that I made at the beginning, especially when starting a family, when it wasn't just my time I was managing, like in college mm -hmm. and, and now I'm managing a family's time and other people's time with my own is to not prioritize. And so the very first thing I do is decide what time needs to be allotted to my priorities. My priorities very first are always children and my husband mm -hmm. and then myself. And so <clears throat> the very first choices I make with the time in a day is what does it look like so that I have time with my husband so that each of our children has 15 minutes of my time individually every day. And then so that I have the time I need for myself each and every day. Once that's the once that's in my calendar for a random Wednesday, then I can fill everything else in. Mm -hmm. I love it. And so going about it that way has kept first things first for me. I, I know what the priorities are. And because I meet those priorities, I don't ever have that anxious feeling where I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I guess I do. I, I only do when I don't meet up to what I know is most important. Right. And so by prioritizing my time, it's allowed me to feel very comfortable with how I spend it, what I do with it. I can own it because I know the time is in place to take care of what's most important. And I love what you talked about because I think that that's one of the things that I got really early on in my Franklin day planner days 
that as silly as that sounds, um, what I learned from a really young age is priorities Absolutely. first. And while you don't have to go through that program to feel that way, I know that I got that. And so as I look at my time, that happens for me. And I have a little um, thing that I can either post on from the livingroom.com or you can go to my website now at speakmichelle.com. Um, it's in the Make It Happen Toolkit, but I have this activity that I do um, every January that is called the roles and goals activity. So I'll sit down with each of my roles and my kids are each listed mm-hmm. separately. My husband's listed, my businesses are listed, my church responsibilities are listed, the ways I'm involved with my community. And so I'll sit down and I'll think about what do I want the goal to be with my family or with my individual child this month. And then I'll write down the things or ideas that would help me accomplish that goal. And that's what I schedule. And similar to you, I start first with what's the priority, what's mm-hmm. most important, and how do I want that relationship to improve? And then I know that that's going to happen in a stronger and a more powerful way. And so I think that one one of the biggest takeaways that I would like to leave on this show is start with your priorities, start with what's most important. And then as you put it in your schedule, it'll make a lot more sense. And I remember um, telling someone in a question and answer session, I was speaking and they were asking about how I manage my time. And the real question that they asked was, how do you do it as a woman? Like, right, how yeah. are you? Which is always which the question. Is the question. Right. How do you do this as a woman? How do you have kids, a husband, and travel and speak? And my answer was, is I'm really clear on my priorities. Mm-hmm. And I schedule them. And I put date night in the calendar. And I put time with my kids in the calendar. And what's funny is her response was, well, if you have to schedule time for your kids, then you have big problems. And I said, I can, I, I was said. like, it had four letters. Wow. It was, <laughs> it was interesting. But what I said to really? her was, what I said to her was, I can see why you would say that because you would think that if your priorities are important, those are the givens and you're going to do them. And I said, but, um, they're so important to me that I put them in first and I schedule them. They're just as important to me as a meeting with a client as this speaking engagement right now, or as lunch with a friend. And I put all those exactly things on my right. calendar. So why wouldn't I put the people that I care about the most exactly. on my calendar? Here's a whole other sidebar, but there's shame attached to having priorities outside. And it should, outside isn't the right word because mm-hmm. that even shames it more. Why is there shame in saying, I, I'm looking at my children, my husband, and my, my job, or my hobby, or my 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 dream, or just my my scrapbooking. Well, and, and that's so the cool thing, right? Because if, you put, if you're meeting up to your priorities, then when you do and dabble, I don't know how outside, whatever word we'd like, there is no shame in that because you're meeting your priorities. Exactly. So Absolutely. once those are met, it's like, does that. I'm actually cool going to see two clients tonight because I, I've met, I'm meeting all those other priorities. Yeah. And all those other meetings. For sure. So time management for me. I, I, okay, for all you creative people out there, I'm, and I'm not like Jana where she's a painter, and whatever, but I have to change it up. And I've said that before. I cannot do the same thing every week. I cannot have Monday be the same as the next Monday. Right. And I just know that about myself. And so I quit trying to make myself fit in the, the space and just said, okay, this is the way I have to do it. But what I have learned is that if I block off what I need to do, and then on the Sunday before, I said, well, maybe I'm, and it turns out kind of it's the same during the week. But if I just tell myself that we are a little <laughs> bit more spontaneous and that things can kind of happen, I just, I'm a happier person. I don't want to be so rigid. So bear, you know, all you people out there that are like, I cannot, I cannot do it. If I can do it, you can. But I love the rewards that come from time management for the fact that when I do, I look at it as goals. Because I do accomplish those things. And I'm okay with the list that doesn't get 
crossed off either. Not a, I, I don't want to turn into a perfectionist that it becomes a heavy thing. But I, I love the creativity of being able to change some things around and feel good about look what I, look look what we've done. Look at our accomplishment. And maybe that is just the accomplishment achiever kind of person in me. But I do have to achieve it differently probably than you and Heather. And Janet probably does it completely different sure. than all four of us. But so what would your recommendation there? Like if, I, if I'm saying, okay, maybe I'm not as efficient as I could be as a creative person, where would I start? Well, so I think you bring up a good point. And Heather had a point here too. But let me ask and talk to you about this for a second. Because I think this is a good important part. I deal with a lot of creatives who are like, I just kind of go with the flow and a time management system totally gets me down. And I like to say, how's that working out for you? Right. And usually and they say, they're so like, hot. not so great, <laughs> not but so you great. have to figure out how to make it work for you. I have a friend who is so completely organized that it puts everyone else I know to shame, myself included. And I like to look like a pretty organized time management person, but she has her list. She's a stay at home mom and she has her list of daily, weekly and monthly tasks and they're on cards. Okay. So she pulls um, each day on the first day of the month. It shows her the weekly tasks. The first day it shows her the weekly tasks. If it's a Tuesday, all of the Tuesday tasks and it shows her the once a month tasks. If it's only once a month and it shows her all of her dailies. Wow. And then when she's done with that, she goes and puts that to the back. I've of done the that. Cards. It's totally overrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just in there going, I love it for a week and um, week number two, I'd be like, gotta have something different. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. Right. And then I'll go back to it week three. Mm-hmm. I still have mine. <laughs> Card catalog shit. Yeah. I still have it. Oh, right. 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 And she loves that. Now mm-hmm. that wouldn't work for me. Again, mm-hmm. this goes back to what works for you. Uh-huh. But but one of the things that does work for me is I do have a list of daily, weekly, and monthly activities. That's my favorite way to do my to-do list. I like it. Which is separate from my calendar, right? That's how I, my favorite thing. But that can't be my time management system because that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. But I know some people who are like, every Monday I do the laundry. And every Tuesday I clean the bathrooms. And every Wednesday I do this. And every Thursday I do that. And they've got this whole thing worked out. If that works for you and for somebody listening to this, they might go, that's the best thing I've heard all day. And I hope that's the case. But for the rest of us, if you're the kind of person that needs something different, you can schedule different things in however you want. But the important part is, is that they're scheduled and however that works. And that doesn't necessarily mean that sweeping has to be on your schedule, but it just means that if you look at all the things that you need to get done, how do you put it into your calendar in a way that gets you excited without making you feel overwhelmed? But don't you think that looks – so instead of, like you're asking, instead of it saying sweeping or instead of cleaning the bathroom work, it just says housework. And housework is from 2 to 4. And the creativity comes in when you get to choose what you do yes. from 2 to 4 in the house, right? Or and so I you- listen to podcasts while I now – and I have been doing that ever since we started our own podcast. I, sometimes I listen to us and other things, but I also am rewarded during that time. Well, yeah, so, so you don't – I think, and that's where, when Michelle started, it's like, do what works. Absolutely. But if, if you, if you need it to be versatile and not be so specific, great. You just know that those hours you're going to do something in your house or you're going to do something with or one child a or something. And I say, Heather, so where'd right. you get that latest apron that you've been donning? Uh-huh. No, but it, and you it, maybe, it yeah. And maybe we're not thinking that it's all creative, that routine can't be creative when you're a, an individual seeking for a little more variety, but yeah. I like, I I like that. And I know for teaching it to my children, that's a whole other thing I've been a little fearful about because there have been times where I say, I don't want them to be like me in how I time manage because I, there were times where somebody would call and say, Hey, do you want to go to the zoo? And I'd be like, 
Absolutely. Well, today I've made tons of memories with my kids as I'm kind of on the downward slide where my kids, you know, three of them are going to be out of the house and in three years, I'll still have my little little bug, but, but I'm glad I did that. But at the same time, there were probably some days where I probably should have stayed home and not gone to the zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, again, what is what is. But I, I do think then, okay, so what but do I do there with I, my children? I think I think that plays to where you started today when you were mentioning shame of things kind of outside. I did. And I'm so feeling shame. I, I think we have to take a step <gasps> back and it's not... It's not whether you chose the zoo or you chose to clean the bathrooms. What you did was you prioritized. And for you in that moment, what was most important was your children. And so you put your time and energy into your priority. Uh That was most important. And was it? Absolutely. That's what's most important for you. And so you fed that priority, right? But I think that's where we get, you know, we think time management's like, oh my gosh, I'm never choosing the right thing. And I'm accountable for my time. And I'm going to go to you know where because I don't spend it wisely. But if you look at that, I mean, what was most important that day? What was yeah. most important was that time you had with your children. The opportunity presented itself, and you took it. Was the bathroom more important? No. Could that toilet have waited 24 more hours? Absolutely it can. Right. If that's your priority, right? Yes. If your yes. priority is the toilet, then evidently it was more important than your kids. And if that's the choice you make, so be it. Manage your time. And no shame. But there, right. there doesn't need, I don't, okay. I think that, don't you think when you work with your clients, when I work with my couples, this, this idea kills them about what if it's not the right time or how I did. Yeah. Well, just do it. Um, it's interesting that you said that because I remember when I went from working corporate and having no children um, to transitioning from having a baby and then working on my own. I remember let's like being pregnant with my son and knowing that I was leaving my corporate job and being so excited about all the things I was going to get done at home when I was just <laughs> home with a baby. Yeah. And then, yeah, that... and then I had a baby and I was like, who does anything at home? <laughs> a baby? Like I just, was so excited about it for so long. And this I remember 24 hour milk yeah. giving system. Number one, and nothing happens, nothing happens. And then even if that baby does nap, cause in my mind, I was like, Oh, well surely the baby's going to take all day. naps. And, and my kid only napped for 30 minutes at a time. And so really there was nothing. And at the time I had a giant church responsibility and lots of other things going on. And I remember my favorite phrase, my, and and I didn't realize it was my favorite phrase until the awareness came, right? But I would come home and my husband would say, what did you get done today? And this is even like six months after we're into it and we're getting ideas and I'm kind of working on my business a little bit here and there. And I'm working at night from eight to midnight when my son goes to bed. And and he's like, how was today? And I was like, my day was not my own. And that's just what I said over and over again. Like my day was not my own. I set out to do all of these things. And he would say, hey, what are you going to do today? Like being totally supportive. And Mm -hmm. I'd say, oh, I'm going to get this done on my business. And I'm going to do this thing. And I'm going to do this. And then then the lady down the street would call and she would need help. Or something from the church would happen. And I'd have to go take care of that. Or the baby didn't take the nap. Or um, something, something, something. And so I would, my husband would come home and I would say, oh, my day was not my own. And then I remember sitting somewhere, having this conversation with someone and realizing in that instant, like the download that comes, it's like the best thing that's ever happened that I was like, well, then whose was it? Like, yeah, if I'm going to blame everyone else for all the things I'm not getting done, why am I blaming them for my day? When am I going to take control? When am I going to take control of my day? And, you know, a lot of us struggle with time management because of the transition. So when we go from corporate to having kids or when we add another kid to the family or when we add a job to the family or when we add a podcast, who knows what happens, right? (laughs) Amen to the podcast. 
oh my gosh, now we have this new thing and my time seems to be going out of control. But I think that one of the most best things that you can do is to own your day and know that other things might happen and the lady down the street might call and I have to decide, am I going to take the call or I'm going to say, I'm sorry, I'm not going to help you. But either way, I made that choice and I own that. And once that changed, I realized that I could create anything I wanted and I could choose what I could say yes and no to. And that doesn't mean I said no to everybody, but it just made me realize, wait a minute, I need to make time in my day for things that come up. I need to make time in my day to be able to help the late neighbor down the street because I want to be that person. I need to make time in my day to spend time with my kid reading if that's something that's important to me. And so I had to make that decision, but that also meant I had to be a little bit more organized and that meant I had to care and I couldn't just fly by the seat of my pants and I had to make some different decisions. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do that all the time, but I think that if if you're struggling with time management, the first step is to say, wait, am I taking 100% responsibility for my day? Am I taking 100% responsibility for my time? And how can I make sure that I'm doing it in a a way that works? And so there's that. Any other thoughts on that? I was just going to say, I love that because, again, it takes away the guilt and the shame. If we own saying yes to the zoo or yes to the neighbor who needs help, we still owned it. Mm -hmm. So it it doesn't have to be someone else's day. We still chose to answer the call. We still chose to go to the zoo. So we can own the choices that we made. And once you own it and own choices you made, we're comfortable with them, right? To a different degree than when we feel like we're just being puppeted by something else or by the clock, which is not the case, right? That's not the case. We choose. We choose to do those things. We have been graced with Jana's presence. Hey, Jana. Good show here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and so, Jana, we're not going to put you on the spot, but we have a Thank few you. minutes left on this show to talk about time management, which is what we're talking about, and how we get all the things done that we love. So think about some thoughts and ideas, and we'll toss it back to you in a second. Oh, I'll tell you one right now. Okay, do it. Go. I have this app called Way of Life, and it's it's a checklist, and you can put everything on there. You can put, like I put on there, that I paint every day and that I write every day. And you would think, I'm an artist, I do this for a living. You would think that by now I wouldn't have to put that on the list. But I do because as a mom, my life is so convoluted and there's so many different things that we're doing. I have to make sure that I get in that studio every day. And if I'm only there for 10 minutes, that's okay. But usually I'll get sucked in and I'll stay for longer, you know. But forcing myself to do that every day and writing, same thing. And then I have other stuff too like health habits. Did I work out today? All those things. And it's really helped me a ton. I like that. Yeah, that's great. Any other apps or resources that you use? I think the the one thing I can tell made a huge difference several years ago was to time management a little bit more by categories. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I have Mm -hmm. had to, I spent a lot of time and it was kind of frustrating really to try and get my categories because I wanted that perfect category name that made made sense and would carry on through the years. I've changed the categories. Now I'm just like, okay, I'm changing the category. But I have, I've, I've got the service category. We have the family category, but then we have each child. I have, um, well, lunch, lunch is a category. I love to go to lunch and it's turned out once a week. Now that all my kids have been in school for the last few years, I've made it to lunch. Not every week, but almost every week I get to go and have a lunch date and I love it, but that's a category. That's fine. Yeah. So mm-hmm. by categories, it's helped that creative brain of mine that feels a little bit more locked down when you say management. Oh, Something yeah. in me goes, mm, yeah. you know, I know right? and so I just appreciate that. And I have no idea what book or wherever it came from. So I can't credit it, but 
the category. It was a brainstorming yeah. process. I brainstormed all of the categories in my life. Then I began to place them. And instead of doing it by like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever, right. it was more like this little block gets to choose where to go. Sure. And then and that it. allowed me. So that maybe that's a tip well, that would help. You're speaking to what we call batching oh, in okay. my world. Yeah. Um, of batching the like things together. Mm -hmm. What things can you do? There's a great study done by BassX Research that talks about how if you're going to do something, it takes about 13 minutes to get involved into that task. Everything from even just conversations, like your son comes in from school and sits down, it really takes you a long time to get into that conversation or to get into that project or to get into the painting or the something else. Interesting. And so if you can figure out how to do like things together, it works. And so I batch my green smoothies. If I make a green smoothie, I'm going to make enough for the whole week and I'm going to freeze them and put them in my freezer. Now that works better for me than getting out my blender and cleaning my blender every day. Mm -hmm. And so whatever that is, if you can batch some like items together, that will also save your time and some of your brain power, which works really good in business. Because if you're jumping from thing to thing, it doesn't work as well as if you put all of your marketing tasks together or all of your writing tasks or all of your whatever else yes. that is. Well, which perfect per perfectly geez perfectly describes why as women we have such a hard time with this because we don't often have large chunks of time that True. are free mm -hmm. and so when you take the research on that that batching and you pull it together with the studies that we do with women and their time we don't ever feel like we have time to actually do something choose it ourselves or manage it because it comes in such small increments so if i need 13 minutes just to get engaged in something and i only have eight well, that's cool because why get it all out when I actually can't even get started? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. we have to think those things through. Our our lives, you know, they are our time, but they are very much influenced by a number of people around us. Mm -hmm. So we have to take that into consideration. Absolutely. Any final thoughts before we wrap up, ladies? I know time is a gift. And I, I, I think every anytime you go through something in life that that possibly could take away your time or whether it's health, whether it's relationship challenges, whether it's waiting if you're going to lose your job or not, there's all those unknowns. But when we have control, we're talking about having control of your time, which is a gift to be able to use it however you see fit. Mm -hmm. And to me, I feel like that kind of keeps me centered as I manage my time, as I categorize my time, how can I use this gift? And is, if I'm in that zone, I totally, totally get it, and I, I want to do it the best that I can. So I love that. Yeah. Thank you, Heather. That's great. I just, I'll throw it out in 20 seconds, but as a mother, I know one of the best things I've ever done to keep my time in check is to put my kids on a schedule mm -hmm. and to make sure that if I want to get to the things that I need to be doing or want to be doing by keeping my kids on that schedule. And I know it sounds silly, but even just bedtimes, you know, oftentimes it's, I don't have time to, for my husband, or I don't have time for this. But even just putting those priorities again in place, if you make bedtime a priority, it guarantees you time with your husband or with yourself every single night mm -hmm. or to go do something else or two. And so I, I really think addressing this in our lives and getting it in a structure that works for us, that looks the right way for us with our priorities in place, with schedules and it, it's worth the energy and effort up front for all that it saves us down the road, right? It's worth all of that. Absolutely. I also think when you don't have time for the things that you want to do, um, number one, if I don't have time to serve, then I know my life is too, too full busy. and I yep. have to get rid of something. And number two, I think sometimes the thing you want to do looks differently. Like, for example, if you need more time to read the book for book club, then maybe 
you put it on your phone, on your Kindle app, and you're reading it in line at the grocery store or, you know, some other waiting time instead of sitting reclining on your couch, which never happens. Sipping something That's warm. Right. The sun That's streaming right. through the windows. But I'm a lot happier about those those nuisance waiting times when I'm doing something that I want during those times. If you can turn those into a plus, that's a way to, like which you say, is really just have control. It's just yeah. making better use of our time, right? Yeah. We have this, we have make better use of it, yeah. right? Even if your priority is a family, we, we all eat dinner. We eat, put food in our mouths at the end of the day. Yeah. We'll do it around the same table together. Make better use of the time. Yes. And now you've yes. got time with your family, which is one of your priorities. Yep. And just use a pretty colored tablecloth and you'll feel creative and it'll be good. <laughs> we have covered the gamut on this show today. No, but I love what you talk about, Jana, in terms of wasting. From the time I was really little, my mom had this little bag that was really small, but it went with her everywhere. It was in the car. It went with her to every appointment. It went. It was mm-hmm. something that wasn't so big that was bulky or cumbersome, but that she felt like she could take everywhere. But in there was all of the things that she wanted to do if she was ever waiting, because yeah. she knew that there would be times where she, she was knew be she'd waiting. Be waiting. Mm-hmm. And so she came prepared with whatever like magazine she wanted to read or a paper that she needed to take care of or whatever that was. And so she had this just. It was like it fit a little folder and it fit a magazine, and she took that That's with really her everywhere cool. she went, and she figured that out. Now she keeps a lot of those things on her phone, but she still can't help but carry around a folder Aww. everywhere she goes bless her heart that's not really it. a time management tip but that's part of productivity absolutely, that's getting absolutely. Oh, it abs- yeah for and being sure. able to do those things that you want to do and not being able to sit in the recliner but you're in the doctor's office hey bring your little knitting there's a lady in my neighborhood that makes the coolest socks for her kids with those round knitting needles she would never accomplish that if she was having to do it at home, but because she goes to the doctor's office, the soccer game. And, yeah. so and then she's not that. as mad that she's waiting because right. she's exactly. being productive. And right. managing, you look forward to the mm-hmm. way. My mm-hmm. friend Louisa is amazing. She has six kids, wide range of ages. And you can imagine that just that alone would wipe out your time completely. She has written three novels. Wow. In the doctor's office, well, as the waiting. piano teacher, just taking her laptop wow. everywhere. She's amazing. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, this has been a great show. It went in an entirely different direction than I thought it was going to <laughs> And I'm totally okay you with that. You didn't even rein us back in. You didn't I know, let right? us go I there. just let I it know. go. You let because go I thought it was great. And I think, I hope that for those of you that are listening, that you'll take a lot of ideas, but that you'll find something that works for you. Just like we talked about in the very beginning, that it really is what works best for you. Um And part of this is like, I tell my clients that plan is the four letter word for success. Like we hate the word plan if we're Mm -hmm. creatives because I'm a a creative, spontaneous person. Mm -hmm. I can't handle plan. If you need to call it something else, call it something else, call it whatever works for you. But um, the last thing that I've really been thinking about that I wanted to share is something that has already brought up, but I want to end on this, even though we're a couple of minutes over, I'm going to be super brief, but I think that when we listen to some of these shows, we start to think, oh, wait, well, I'm not as spontaneous and I need to be more. And I didn't do this and I should have gotten this done. But I honestly think that one of the biggest deterrents for us to be productive and in our time management is guilt from the past. And I think that creeps into our lives a lot more than we than we give it credit for. And what wherever you are, whatever you're thinking, oh, I should have been working on this plan or I should have done this or I should have been more spontaneous. I want that to end today so that whatever you do with your days and weeks and the minutes that you have moving forward, that you do so powerfully and because you choose them, but not because of something that hasn't been done or should have been done months ago or is recurring and doesn't always happen, 
that as you move forward, you move forward powerfully knowing that you're in control and that your time is on your side to help you do that. So as we close, we thank you so much for listening to us and for giving us 32 minutes of your day. And <laughs> that could we, have been someone's power nap and they're listening yes, to us. Instead. We honor that. And we hope you're getting a lot done while you're listening. And until we meet again, we hope you'll give yourself, your family and your clock some living room. Thanks for coming to The Living Room. We hope you've enjoyed listening, laughing, and learning something new. Join us for our next show. And in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.